Hey, all you bookworms. This is the Page Turners Podcast. I'm Jenna. And I'm January. In this podcast, we will delve into all genres, from psychological thrillers to the steamiest of romances, from the top of the bestseller list to unknowns and those making the buzz list, including traditional and indie published authors. With Page Turners, no page will be left unturned. In the last episode, you were introduced to your fabulous hosts. And today, we will be discussing Route 666 Highway to Hell by J.D. Topher. All right, it's time to get down into the Route 666 Highway to Hell. Jenna, you picked this book. Let's talk about why this is one that caught your eye. Okay, well, the reason that it caught my eye is, like we said in the last episode, we were looking for something scary. We wanted something creepy because it was October. Halloween. Uh, It was around Halloween time, and you and I both have discussed previously that we don't get scared. But we love horror books. But we love horror, (laughs) but we don't get scared. So we were looking for something scary. So... I had a few different people suggest some books because I, you know, scoured the internet looking for some stuff. And this one caught my eye. Uh, The cover, the name, all of it. It just was, it was, you know, eye-catching. Well, I know every time I I think about the title, I can't help but think of ACDC's Highway to Hell song. (laughs) Right. Which is referenced in the book. Mm -hmm. I did like that, that reference to ACDC. So shout out to JD for that. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering, JD, if you're an ACDC fan. But that being said, I wasn't scared. I was not either. I did think there was a lot of creepy factors. Definitely. But none that actually had me scared. Yeah, there there were definitely some scenes that gave me the creeps, but I like I wasn't I wasn't scared. Yes. But some of the description of the scenes, I think JD did a great job. Oh, he did amazing. Uh, the, the details. Yes. Uh, I know one scene you you liked was the skin skinwalkers. Yes, the skinwalkers. Like that that part was creepy and like I blame TikTok because watching all those TikTok videos of skinwalkers and all that kind of stuff it's like interesting so as soon as that got introduced I was like it piqued my interest I was like ooh yeah so let's talk about a little bit about what this book is about yes the main character he is going through some tribulations in his life uh, Jack Aitken he's married he's got two teenage sons mm-hmm. I believe um, both of his sons are autistic yes so he feels like he's being thrown a lot of difficulties in life like nothing's going his way he's down on his luck he even has a a moment where he contemplates suicide twice twice that's right twice twice. so you know there's a lot going on his head asking god why his life is that way and i think maybe we all questioning his religion yeah and there's a lot of religion in this book yes and that was my my least favorite thing but i'm not a religious person sure so um but with the name that it had ross Highway to Hell, I was expecting there to be religion. Like, I did not expect it not to have. I just didn't expect it to be so heavily on the religious side. I expected more of the, the creepy side of things. But there was a lot, uh, there there was even history sprinkled into it. Yes. I, I kind of liked that mix. I, I'm a big historical fiction person, so I liked the history that was thrown into to the story. It was balanced really well, but like I said, I just, I guess I wasn't expecting that from a horror book so much, but it was still, it was still done very very well but yeah so he's on he's he's dealing with these things in life and he decides to get out of this slump i guess he gets excited about writing a book yeah and and he's researching
writing this book, and by golly, the book he wants to write is about Route 666. It is Route so 666 is. Highway to Hell. <laughs> so, so J.D. Topher, I think, is kind of placing himself a little bit in yeah. into this book as, hey, I'm the author, but mm-hmm. my, my main character is also the author of I did like book. that. I like that. So I was kind of shocked because I didn't know that a Route 666 actually existed. I didn't either, and I actually Googled this, Yep. and there are several. There is one out in Arizona, and then I even Googled to see if Culpeper was a real place, and, and it, it is. is. So I was like, this is cool, and I don't normally stop when I'm reading to Google stuff to see how accurate it is, but like the descriptions and stuff in this book were so amazing, yeah. it made me want to check, and like, I was, I was, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, I wonder if the author, if, if J.D. Topher actually visited these places, if these yeah. were in his, his mind um, when he decided to write this book, these mm-hmm. places. One thing that I really, really liked is right out of the gate, the prologue. I loved that he put Native American folklore yes. and lore type things into it. Like, that instantly caught my attention. I was like, man, this is going to be a good book. Now, I struggled with some of the pronunciations. Oh, yeah, me too. Of some of the Native American <laughs> of um, terms or names. And, and when I when I get it, a word that I, I'm, I can't pronounce or I don't know how it's pronounced, it's like I get stuck on it. Yeah. Like, I keep going back and saying it over and over to how I think it should be. Yeah. So sometimes I get stuck on, on pronunciations when I, I really should just, you know, let it go, let it flow. But I, I like that aspect of it, too. Yeah. So, anyways, he decides to write this book, and he gets introduced to a museum curator. Yeah. Who isn't just a museum curator. <laughs> no, he's Lucifer's right-hand man. Yes. Lucius? Lucius? How did you pronounce I it? I pronounced it Lucius. Lucius. Okay, mm-hmm. I did, too. Lucius is a devil of a character. Guess what? I liked him. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I did. Okay, I was not a fan of Lucius. I, I like the course, bad guy. Of course you did. Of course you liked Lucius. But I, I liked how the idea of a demon or Satan, you know, that they can have a, an image or of a normal person. Yeah. You know what I liked and I thought was extremely interesting that he did with this? He made it where he can body jump. Like he had all these souls that were owed to him and he was able to just, at least this is the way that I took it from reading it, that he was able to like pop in on them. Like he could just take over their body at whim because did you take it that way? Cause that's how I took it. Yes. Because okay. he would change. He could change yeah. who he was. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a cool, unique spin on it. And Lucius, I mean, I, I kind of got the idea that he was, did you get the idea that he was older or did it have an age of, of him? In his current human body, not as a demon. I know he's very, very old as a demon. I think, if I remember reading, I think I remember when Jack and his wife go to the museum the yes. first time. I think, I don't know if I'm making this up or not, but I feel like I remember reading where it said he was like in his 40s. Okay, okay. That he appeared to be in his 40s. Okay, I, I did remember that part. But even though, you know, he's he's a demon, he is Satan's right-hand man, he's very controlling in the sense that he, he wants to be respected but he also respects in a sense respects them back yeah i did, got did that you, you know with what the I'm wife saying? the wife and the kids yes. he he kept his word yes even though he was a evil ass demon he was uh he still kept his word which is yeah. very undemon like so he, that was and interesting. he didn't harm them no i mean his, his family um who is kid or they're kidnapped by the demons and lucius they're they're using them as leverage to make jack cooperate yes i thought the story was put together so well. I thought J.D. Topher, he really thought about this 
story. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there were no gaps to me in the storytelling. No, I didn't catch any any plot holes or anything like that. I didn't see any of that. Like, it was very well detailed. He had a lot of detail into this book. And, and if I had to compare it to anything, I kind of would say it's Stephen King meets The Exorcist. Yes, for sure. Stephen King, definitely. Yeah. I would definitely, I would put him up there with Stephen King. I would, I would definitely say that. Their writing style is very, not the writing style, but the writing type, I guess. I don't know how to... Well, there was a whole scene, and we talked about it earlier, where Jack is is searching. He, he's, he travels down Route 666, and then he's discovering these markers and mm. these gates to yeah. hell. Or not gates, or the, the gates to... They were saying they were like the gates to... The seven gates lead to, to hell. Yeah, something like um, that, So yeah. he goes through these, and, you know, there's different kind of creepy things happen when he goes through them. And, and when he gets to one, he starts hearing, like, drum beats, and, and he kind of... He, interrupts a satanic ritual mm-hmm. which is really creepy you know Lucius is kind of leading this satanic ritual and that rem- that whole scene where he's going through the woods and going through through these gates reminded me a lot of Pet Cemetery. and see I didn't get that until you mentioned it when you mentioned it I was like you know what that you're right it really does when, when they're in that in Pet Cemetery, when they're going to the Indian burial ground yeah when they which, go through the Pet Cemetery and actually go through over everything which this is what this is a burial ground also where yeah. they're um, doing this this ritual yeah so that I really felt there were elements uh, that reminded me a lot of Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. Stephen King yeah and, and then also you know just with the the, the demons and the devil uh, a lot of the exorcism kind of story one scene that I un- well there was I know I keep saying one scene another scene that I really enjoyed was when they went to Stroll Stroll is that how you pronounced it Stroll, Stroll Cemetery. Cemetery Stoll Cemetery Stroll, Stoll Cemetery which I guess it is, is a Stoll. real place it is Stoll because I kept wanting to call it Skull. Stoll Cemetery. Like his description of that place was amazing. Yeah. Where it was being heated from the ground. That automatically makes you think hell is burning through and trying to come out. And the trees that are like burnt ash. Yes. Or the ones that haven't burnt. They're like so dry. They're, I mean, I could see this yeah. place in my head. It was amazing. Like as soon as I got to that scene and he started describing it, I was like, I have not read a book with a description of a place like this. Like, this is amazing. I've never read anything like that. Was that was that your favorite scene then? Was because that's when they did. That's when the skin the they skin ran into the skinwalker. Yeah, I think that I think the beginning prologue is my favorite, and then 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 yeah. And see, I liked where Jack is going through the gates of or towards the the gate of hell, mm-hmm. um, or through the seven five seven gates of hell. Um, but I know you said you thought that was a little wordy. Yeah, I thought that was a little wordy. I thought it was drawn out a little bit too much, but it could have been just because it wasn't as interesting to me. Like it like the stole cemetery was so it could have been that now one scene you mentioned that scared you not scared you creeped uh, me out creeped you out what okay so when his wife and what what is her name again jack's wife amanda i almost said amy amanda (laughs) amanda when she thinks she hears something in the basement and she goes to check it out and i could just see this in, in my head she opens the basement door she looks down it's dark she thinks she sees something move and there's just a long pause and then all of a sudden something darts up the stairs and knocks her down. Mm-hmm. That kind of freaked me out. Yeah. The idea of that, I, I was a little freaked out. In my head, because I watch so many horror movies and stuff, I thought of that meme that goes around Facebook when you open the basement door and there's like a crazy looking werewolf climbing up all climbing creepy. Climbing up. That's yeah. what I thought of when I heard that. That, that part creep, creeped me out. I would say my least favorite, it, it's toward the end when they're getting ready for this big battle between Jack and his side of, his side of characters, which we have 
haven't even mentioned Father Desmond yet, who Father Desmond is one of the main characters who Jack has kind of reached out to to help him in this. You know, he believes that Father Desmond has the knowledge and believes him, believes his story that this is really happening. Yeah. But this final battle, that it, it was drug out a little bit for me, but yet the whole book in its entirety, I thought was a quick read. Yeah. Like I wanted to keep reading. We will be back after this short sponsored ad. Oh, the weather outside might be getting chilly, but a mug full of hot chocolate paired with fuzzy jammies and a good book just screams happy holidays. The best Christmas memories start with a book. So this holiday season, make sure to pick up the sweetest Christmas read, Tiny Tree by Suzanne Hill. Tiny Tree sat all alone in the big tree farm. All the families were busily picking out Christmas trees to take home and enjoy. Tiny Tree wasn't chosen, but it only takes one family to come along who will love him forever. Pick up Tiny Tree by Suzanne Anne Hill in paperback or ebook on Amazon or visit the Magic of Books bookstore in downtown Seymour to order a copy. Okay, so let's get right back into it. What did you think about the twist at the end with the father? I did not see that happening. I did not see that coming. It happened so quickly. I had to stop and go back and reread to understand what I was reading. I was like, what? Yeah, and I, I don't know if we want to spoil it, although if you people have read it. I feel like we're going to spoil it just because we've spoiled <laughs> everything else. Um, the twist at the end, it, it almost, I felt bad. Like, I was like, I believed in Father Desmond. Yeah. I thought he was a good person, a good character. And then at the end, he's not. We're going to have to put a spoiler alert at the end at the beginning of this episode but I agree like I I had high hopes for him I thought Mm -hmm. he was a good guy so then when that part came where he like betrayed them like I was I was I had to reread it because I was like this I can't I didn't read that right the whole the whole book has a theme of good and evil and betrayal yes I mean some of the betrayals you're like how do you get over that and I think I was like how does Jack who who was such good friends with Father Desmond was it was his confidant you know yeah how does he get past past that yeah and then the very ending which leads into a great i think sequel i i I know there is a sequel coming yeah i think it's called possibly sins of the father see i didn't know about it until you mentioned it because i didn't look into it yeah i actually reached out to jd okay yeah and because so my husband my husband read this book before i did he was so drawn to the title of it because he's a big acdc fan that he had to read it before i could even pick it up yeah and he loved it yeah he absolutely loved it he read it so fast and now he's he's ready for the next one so i did reach out to jd and say hey when when can we expect to get the next one he said it is being edited now nice so there will be a a second and i believe maybe even more than that because it is a supposedly going to be a series yeah so i i look forward to seeing another book in this i knew we didn't see the end of lucius because i mean like we just discussed earlier where he could jump bodies Mm -hmm. so they may have destroyed that vessel but they have not destroyed him and also you know is that gate to hell gonna get opened when is it gonna when is it gonna open and when is satan coming when are they gonna you know find out that jack has these keys hidden in um what was it the in his house it was in his basement under the what is it sump pump there you go sump pump pump. that sump pump yep that's where when are they gonna find it yeah (laughs) well i think he's the keys he hid in the insulation and then the sword he hid yeah in in the uh under the sump pump so yeah so i think Jack now sees himself as a protector yeah. of the world, um, but yet his life is still still garbage. Yeah, it's still he's terrible. He's still getting dealt a really crappy hand. Yeah, his I mean, he's still got so many things. None, of, none his life did not get better after I, I think he felt like he was going to be the hero. Yeah, and that didn't happen. 
there was another scene where he was promised uh, if he succeeded, which we know never to make a deal with the devil. You know, yeah. the devil. A devil. Don't do it because it's not going to go the way you want it. But um, there was a scene where they told him, Lucius told him if he completed his task that he could have been, he could have a good life. His kids, yes. his boys would be normal. They wouldn't or yeah. have autism. And part of me wondered what kind of decision he was going to make well, to fix all the, think the, about the it. bad hands that were How he hard was would it not be to take that side? Yeah. I mean, yes, you got to remember the devil's always going to lie to you. They're going to promise something and not be able to deliver. Yeah. Or they're just going to promise things to yes. get you to do what they yes. want. Cause... But how good does that sound? I, I can have a, you know, a perfect life. Yeah. I mean, basically he was offering a money house, his kids to be healthy, his wife to be healthy, him to be healthy, have everything he ever wanted. So it's basically something that was too good to be true. How, how did you feel about the... So we didn't, we haven't mentioned that there's a secret kind of organization called Jezu? Yes. The whole time until it's described, because he doesn't describe it until later on in the book. I kept wondering, I was like, is this a play on the word Jesus? Because like, I, I, I was so confused. And then uh, I was a couple chapters in when he finally said the full name of the yes. organization. I'm like, okay, okay. That was pretty interesting, so, I thought. So Jezu is an organization a, a secret organization that brings in like people from all different religions yeah. to basically fight evil. evil and because there's evil in every religion mm-hmm. so and and it, it details some of these religions and who you know the kind of their who their evil is and and it I liked that aspect but then towards the end I got the idea that the author maybe questions organized religion in the sense that this group sounds like it's a good group yeah because he was a Desmond was it Father Desmond that made the comment that it wasn't what it used to be yes. and they were wanting to basically rule the world like the demons wanted to take over but they wanted but to Jesse t- wants to take over so as well. So like, yeah, they made it sound like it was not what it once was, yeah. what it was intended to be. So it's like, you know, who, who is the better of the evils here? Yeah, who is the lesser of the, uh, yeah, yes. the lesser of two evils? But overall, I, I found I read the book in a week. Yeah, and, and I'm not necessarily a fast reader. So overall, I mean, I really, I what really would you liked rate it? it? Um, out of how many stars? Five. Five. Like, a, like a good Goodreads rating. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four stars. That's a high rating for me. That's what I gave it. I give it four stars. Um, I rarely give five stars. I, I'm the same way. I'm a, I'm a tough reviewer when it comes to my fives. I don't hand them out. No, freely. I don't either. So but getting fours a four, are really good. Getting a four is is a book you should pick up probably. Yes. On average, I give threes, which yeah. I, threes are I think they're okay. Fours I like. Five means I really really like. Yeah. So I I like this one. Um, I, I thought it was really original. The idea of a place that really exists, and you know, we all know Route six 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 is the mark of the beast. Yeah. So what could Route 666 really be? Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was a great original idea. I, I think, I totally think it could be made into a movie. I think so too, for sure. Like at, reading it, I'm like, I'm seeing it as a movie. Yeah. Like those scenes in, uh, like I said, at, at Stool Cemetery, like I, I could see that. That would make for an amazing freaking scene. So. Again, it reminds me of Desperation from Stephen King. From Stephen King. Like There's the, a lot of Stephen King. Like I, I see a lot of Stephen King. Desert in, type. His writing. I don't know. Yes, yes. Are there any lingering questions? Like, do you have, like, in your minds, like, something didn't get wrapped up or that you, you just, you got to know more? 
I don't have any lingering questions, but I have to say the one thing, and you know I'm usually pretty good at making calls. Like, I can guess what's going to happen. I never can. I did not guess that the Father Desmond being corrupted, did not guess that. But I did guess Anne Bishop coming to save the day. I guessed that. Because I was like, why would they throw who, that in who there? Is she? Yeah. yeah. Like, why would they throw that in there that that was his, like, love type interest? Yeah, so I, I was like, huh. The Anne Bishop thing was just kind of thrown in conveniently until I realized, you know, yeah. that's what so she was, like, was going to be. I was like, uh-huh, she's going to come bursting yeah. through them trees and she is going to save the day. And, and sure enough, she did. She sure I'm like, did. bam! And then what about the other reverend that was killed? Ooh, I guess I do have a question. Oh, okay. The ending. So we know that Lucius can enter your dreams and control your dreams. Since Amanda's body was so broken, was that Lucius that came out and said to end me? Or was that actually her? Oh, I I took that as... Because shortly after, Lucius was in the corner. I took that as Lucius. Yes. That maybe Amanda would have survived, but Lucius made him believe that she she would never be normal again. Yeah. So I was wondering that too. So yeah, I totally see that as Lucius. So we've not, we've definitely not seen the end of Lucius in the Highway to Hell series. Which I, I'm glad because I like Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm interested to see, you know, when Satan, because I, I assume that he's going to bring the character of Satan. Oh yeah. You know, what, how will Satan be different? I feel like that's going to be the buildup from you know, Lucius. of the series. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how will that, how will they be different? I think Lucius is power hungry and that's why he wants to keep Satan there because he, well, he wants this realm he, to him. Himself. He likes the demons following all his orders. Yeah. He and likes to be the big man That's in why I think he, he wants to kind of make a deal with, with Jack. Yeah. To say, hey, let, let's keep the door to hell shut so I can be in control. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for book two. So, J.D., uh, let us know when you've got book two out so we can give it a read. And, J.D., I just want to say I'm not happy you killed the cat. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And that was pretty gruesome. Pretty bad. So, yeah, definitely keep us up to date on what you're doing, what you're writing. And also send us some of your book recommendations. I'd like to, to hear what you like to read. I'm, I'm kind of assuming maybe you like Stephen King, just because I feel a lot of Stephen King in there. But I think uh, that pretty much sums up Route 666 Highway to Hell. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend it, I think. I would recommend it, yeah. So I guess um, for our next episode, we have decided that we are going to read Red Queen by Vic. Victoria Aveyard. It's a young adult dystopian fantasy. I think it's going to be a quick read as well. I do like young adult and and fantasy, so I I think it's going to be one I'm going to enjoy. It sounds really interesting. I'm pretty excited to to try it out. Now, it's it's got a lot of hype to it. It does. It Um, is a popular-ish book. Major publication. uh, Not necessarily an indie author. Yeah. Um, So I know it's kind of a big, a bigger publication or a bigger publishing house that did it. But I'm, and it's a series as well I believe yes okay so we will delve into that and then just to talk about another book where I know that both of us are going to be reading Tana French her book The Searcher I have not started it yet it's pretty long but that's our book club book for November yeah so we've got about three weeks to read that one mm-hmm. and, and two weeks to do the Red Queen and two weeks to do Red Queen what I like about these podcasts is it forces me to read a lot and to read fast quickly
quickly. So, <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm excited for The Searcher because it is a thriller and I like, you know, thriller type books. So I'm interested to see how it is. I really don't know much about it. I've not even read the blurb on it. Have you read anything by Tana French? I have not. I have But either. I was going through uh, books here at the store and I found one randomly by her. Oh, did you really? Yeah, it's called Broken Harbor. Looks so, good. I don't know. So maybe she's, maybe we'll enjoy this one. But that is our boozy bookworm November read for book club. So uh, what other, uh, what are you currently reading right now? Well, I literally just finished Route 666 today. Yeah. So I have not started anything, but tonight I will probably be starting The Searcher. Yep. Same. I'll be starting that one. I'm not reading anything either. So what did you read this month? Oh, this month. Let's see. I finished, I know in the last episode I mentioned Eli's Promise, Mm -hmm. historical World War II fiction. Loved it. If you're into that, pick that one up because it's kind of got like a little cat and mouse espionage with it too. Hmm. So I, I would totally pick up Eli's Promise. And then I also read Seduction and Snacks or Seduction yep. by Snacks. Seduction and Snacks. By Tara Civic. Yes. And it's literally the funniest book I've ever read. I'm not a romance person, but I can't wait to read the second one in that series because I literally laughed so hard at that book. She is hilarious. And I we like... watched the movie at our yeah. book club and I gotta say, the book is better. The book is better. In parts, the actual Acting was overdone, but I did like Drew. Like, I like yeah. how they brought his character to life. But I think that they are lower budgets. Yeah. You know, they're not the big budget blockbusters. So for knowing that, it, it was still a decent movie. It was fun to see a, one of your favorites come to the big screen. So I, I, I love I, to I see, yeah, I love to see books brought to the big screen, but I, I usually always like the book better. Make sure to rate and review this episode on whatever podcast platform you listen on. You can reach out to us on Facebook. We are Page Turner's Podcast with January and Jenna. Or you can shoot us an email at pageturnerspodcast812 at gmail.com. Please send us some questions, some reading recommendations, or anything else you'd like for us to talk about on this podcast. Because as the saying goes, no page is left unturned.